3: because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
0: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at choppacasino.com.
4: Welcome into the show. Follow the money on DSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard. Jonathan Von Tobel on the NBA coming up in about five minutes. Paige Sporanek, points bet on PGA championship chatter coming up in 45. We'll have uh, win, lose, and uh, in pocket plays. Paulie's trying to avoid the 7 0 streak now to begin the Can't month. wait. Oh, this is awesome. I can't wait for high card. Got the deck. Let's go. Uh, what do you think of Memphis now? Here's the game I was talking about Memphis yep. up to four. Against the Spurs, total is uh, down to two twenty-two. Grizzlies now favored by four. That's Wednesday night, obviously. Um, anything? Any opinion on that game? Yeah, I'd lean Grizzlies. You would lean Grizzlies, okay? That's a three
5: thirty tip too. And then they wait until seven to God knows how long for the Laker game. No,
4: I see four forty. Oh, for it is four. Okay, okay, that's what I, I see. thought. It
5: was. I thought it was. A, okay.
4: Okay. And uh, movement on the Lakers game, like we talked about, yeah. they opened up seven yesterday, eh, six and a half at some spots, now down to four and a half. Well, I and- would take, the,
5: I would lay the four and a half. Yep. And this is it's been a great run by Curry, an epic run by Curry, but it's still come on. There's no tops. This is not like the the Golden State team with what we've seen in the past, and then with Durant, it's still what the Lakers are are in this position because of injuries. The Warriors are in this position because they're an average team, with a great player who's carried them to this point. Mm-hmm. So, and LeBron has said we don't fear anybody, and he just dials. There's nothing scarier than playoff LeBron. Mm-hmm. I think you're about to find that. We're going to see that again tomorrow.
4: How about this player to score the first field goal of the game tonight? Wizards and Celtics. Hachimura is plus 1050. <laughs> yeah, think so. You know, I like. West- they, they're, they're, they have the first three-pointer up too. Circa put, put that up during oh, the Oh, that was so good last yeah. year.
5: Myers-Leonard cashed like 30, 50 to 1. 50 it have, to 1 because he was one. starting. Yes. Yeah,
4: and they put him on the board. Yeah. I don't see first three-pointer, actually. I wonder if Circa's going to do that again this year during some of these playoff games. Oh, I'm sure they will. That was a lot of
5: fun. Yeah, I love that instant gratification.
4: I, I wouldn't mind McDermott, 10 to 1 in the Pacers game. I think this is a pretty decent number. Again, he's been playing well. Had 28 in one of the games against the Hornets this year. Um, is there other? Uh, how deep are the props
5: outside of the big guys? The big names, I was looking. at. Are you at looking early. for anything in particular?
4: Lopez. That's for Doug, the prop, what, prop that guy. Hey, did you did you notice this? What do you think Westbrook is to have a double double? A double double. Yep. Two thousand. Minus twenty five hundred. <laughs> okay. The no is nine to one. <laughs> God. You want to get a little? Does he have? What if he goes nine points, eight rebounds, and twenty one assists? Like, he could throw up a clunker. He did not. I don't think he shot well at all against the Celtics this year. i got to find my numbers here. But I think Westbrook had some really poor games shooting the ball. Uh, four of 16 from the floor in one of the games. Six of 19 from the floor in another. 10 of 22. Nah, not bad. 10 of 22 for him. That'd be crazy if that came in. What is he to have a triple-double tonight? How
5: about Alex Len 8 to one first field goal of the
4: game. I'm in. Westbrook penetrates, dumps it down. to kid I'm lays in. it in. How about, oh, look at this. <laughs> I'm I'm Down in. the stretch regular season, Russ got to like $5 for the triple-double. He's minus 275 tonight. Minus 275. That angle Ooh. might be with the Beal thing hobbled up. Right. Where he could have, you know, uh-huh. well, we're all across the map here now, but 14 points, 13 and 13 or whatever. All right, let's follow the money here on v the Sports Betting Network. We'll talk about all this with uh, Jonathan Von Tobel, his best bets for the playing games, if he has any tonight, tomorrow night, game one, uh, game one prices and series prices all coming up next.
2: This is Brent Musburger, and here is your V Sin action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert.
6: NBA tonight to play in games in the Eastern Conference. The Indiana Pacers home to face the Charlotte Hornets. Indiana favored by three and a half, minus 147 on the money line. Charlotte plus 127 over under 227 and a half. The Boston Celtics home to take on Washington. Celtics favored by two minus 133, while the Wizards are plus 113 over under in Boston at 232 and a half. Wednesday, Memphis favored by four over San Antonio. Lakers favored by four and a half over Golden State NHL Stanley Cup Playoffs: The Pittsburgh Penguins home to face the Islanders tonight. Penguins favored by a goal and a half, minus one thirty. The Islanders plus one eighteen. Over/under five and a half. Tampa Bay on the road to face Florida. The Lightning favored by a goal and a half, minus one twenty six. Panthers plus one fourteen. Over/under of six. The Vegas Golden Knights favored by a goal and a half over the Minnesota Wild with an over/under of five and a half. Calgary on the road to face Vancouver Flames favored by a goal and a half with an over/under of six.
2: Get the latest VSIN odds at VSIN.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. It's time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard.
0: We are live
4: today from the OddsTrader.com studio at Circa Resort Casino, OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. You can start winning with up to the second info that you need. You can also compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses, get in-game tracking tools, all at OddsTrader.com. VEASAN's very own NBA senior analyst, Jonathan Von Tobel, joins the program now. JVT, good morning. How are you, pal?
2: Good, dude. You know, I'm excited. You guys know how much I like this sport, and we're finally here, right, playing games. You get to see the first iteration of this version of it, at least. Right, really good season or series, I should say, in the first round. Yeah. So I'm stoked. I'm ready to go.
5: You know it. You know it. How about the guy getting whacked at Starbucks for tweeting out the order? Oh, I did. oh did he really? I didn't see that. Yeah. The guy we were talking about last time? Yeah. Can you believe oh, that? On. I know you got in on the fun. Can... How does someone go up to the counter and order, like, 20 things? Have you met people? And they're... and they're... Come on. Well, yeah. John, John, oh, is, people, John? is that John, does that happen? I mean, is, is it 20 things on the cup?
2: So Adam Adam Hill and I uh, of the Las Vegas Journal, we were talking about this. Paul, I think the biggest change over the last few years in the world of barista-ing is the app. I don't think that was oh, okay. a counter-order. You could just go on the app yeah, and just I'll start that. firing away and adding stuff. <laughs> so I think that's what you got there. Uh, that's a nightmare, but that sucks. I, you won't get fired for that. That's ridiculous.
4: I would tend to agree with you. Like if I ask you right now, the, guy, what? the guy's like, "Look at this absurd order. Look at this guy.
2: Yeah, about, yeah. He,
5: the guy put he wanted six,
2: you know, bananas. Right? It, it, was, it was like six bananas, <laughs> yeah. like Java chips. What do you? What, extra do, you, right, cargo. Right, right. It what do you call it?
5: Uh, uh, what do, you, what do you Cream? Want? Uh, pumps? Pumps? Okay, whatever. Yeah. Six pumps yep. of this. Seven, three bananas. You're right. It was ridiculous. I can't believe it. And the guy, and the guy's like, "Ah, they think it was a big deal." like $14. I order it all the time. Yeah,
2: right. I'm going to sell the one with the extra, the extra it was like extra 2%, extra whole milk, extra nonfat. Like at some point, <laughs> science, it kicks in and you can't have that much milk in, in one thing. Like it's, uh, it's a nightmare, dude. Oh, uh, God.
4: If I asked you like the top three worst experiences ever as a barista, I'm sure they just come to mind immediately, right? Uh-huh.
2: Oh yeah, like we in like there's there's different types of experiences, right? You know, I worked in a casino, so you know one of the worst nights I've ever had was the Harry Potter, like the last movie, the second one, the debut, because I worked the night shift, and so it was just an army of children who don't tip, and all they want are frappuccinos, and frappuccinos are the worst thing to make because you only have a limited amount of blenders, so you got to keep you know cleaning those things out. You're technically not allowed to make more than one frappuccino in a blender, right? (laughs) It's got to be cup by cup, so you got like thirty of these things. You're not getting a tip from any single one of these brats, and they're all. Just annoying, asking and pounding on the thing. They want extra caramel, so there's that. There's getting newspapers thrown at you, and then there's just people who just don't know what they're doing in terms of ordering drinks, and then they get what they order, and they're like, "This isn't what I ordered." It's like, it's exactly what you ordered, but I'll go ahead and fix it because you have no idea what you're doing. So, yeah, oh there's all sorts god. of experiences there. Oh my god. Okay, man. so
4: you, by the way, do you have any interest tonight in betting the no on the double double for for Russ? It's nine to
2: one. Wait, wait, so it's nine to one on the no double. So I would assume that's like, okay, wait, no double double. He's minus 20, mean,
4: he's minus 2,500 to have a double double. The right. no is plus
2: $9. I would think so. I mean, look, I think there's a, there is a universe in which that happens, I obviously, think, right? right? It so. could happen. So if you're looking at odds like that, you I could say certainly, and, and I do think like you is before we get into the actual game itself, like baked into that is the very like low perception of the Boston Celtics and where they're at at this point right now. You know I do think that there is uh, something being had here in terms of the market, the perception of Boston. Right, we've seen a line get all the way down to one. So I think that's in there too that Russ could potentially have his way against this team. So I would say, I would look at something like that. You know I, I don't think a like a 25.8 assists like seven rebound night is out. Of the question for him in avoiding a double-double like that. What do you do with Beal? 31 and a half. Lit him up in the regular season, but he's compromised. Yeah, I think, I think you're going under, right? Especially with these point totals, Paul. You know, you guys know this. I'm not saying anything that's out of this world. Those are usually shaded a little bit higher than they probably should be. And look, maybe it's kind of a smokescreen deal where they're kind of, they've actually been vocal about Beal not really being 100%. Look at that last game against Charlotte. You know, he didn't do anything until the fourth quarter, and in the fourth quarter looked a little bit more comfortable to get 11 points in that final quarter of play, but throughout the entire game, didn't really look right. He does get a couple extra days of rest, but I have the fact that I know this is probably shaded a little higher than should be. He's got a bum wheel. And on top of that, just didn't really look right in the first game. So I think that'd be under a pass.
4: Would you also look at the under for the game with what you just said? No Jalen Brown. Uh, They had, you know, some really high totals where the, the market closed in the regular season and the three games they played JVT, they never really came close.
2: Yeah, I think the problem, if, if we're looking at that from an under perspective, Mitch, the problem with Boston is, like, I, I kind of have faith that offensively they'll be able to show up here against Washington, right? For, for as well as Washington has played the last 24 games of the regular season, against solid perimeter talent, they haven't really shown up. And then you look at Boston in certain matchups, right? You know, Miami gouged them for an offensive rating of 130.6. They gave up another 130 in the second game against Miami. You know, Portland, 126.3, 127.3 to San Antonio. Just So some of these well-coached teams, some of these offenses that can provide Perform at a high level, Boston has had some trouble with, right? And so I think that's kind of the worry part of the the part that worries me here for both of these teams is Washington is a team that if you watch them offensively, Russ likes to get within four feet of the basket. I heard you guys talk about Lynn, right? And that kind of a prop there. That's where their offense is generated and it stems from everything outside of that. Boston isn't really the most styler front court in terms of turning away shots within four feet of the basket. So like I can perceive a game here where both teams have trouble with what the other does on the offensive side of the floor. So that would kind of turn me off a little bit in terms of the total because of what we've seen from both of these teams on the defensive end, especially in matchups where the other side is actually a, we'll call it a top-half offense in the NBA. Okay.
5: And, any strong opinion on the sides? I mean, it's interesting that we got, you know, Washington's on fire with closing 17-6, yep. and six, Boston 500, limping to the finish line, key injuries, inconsistent. Not only Washington goes 17-6, and six, the losses were to good teams and close, and they've been fun to watch. And then you have uh, Charlotte coming in, who's lost five in a row as well in the early game. But then I got the Pacers, who were 10 games under 500 at home.
2: Yep, and two, remember, like, keep an eye on the injury report for Indiana, Paul, what? right? Because we have DeMontis Sabonis who's on there, Aaron Holiday is on there, Malcolm Brogdon's going to be a game-time decision, and we we're starting to see now, finally, you know, Westgate just moved to two and a half, so I think the two and a halves are going to start to pop up. I did take a little with Charlotte early today, the injuries are part of that, right? But I also think that Charlotte, look, if you look over their last 22 games or so, guys, the Indiana Pacers, have the 23rd ranked defense in terms of non-garbage time minutes, according to Cleaning the Glass, are giving up 115.3 points every 100 possessions. Their defensive efficiency in transition, one of the worst in the NBA, defensive rating of 130.5. The Hornets love to get up and down the floor. They have the sixth highest rate in terms of frequency of plays within transition. They're 14th, 13th in terms of offensive efficiency in the fast break. So that's something they I think they can really exploit. Now the downside, right, if we're looking at both sides of this is the rebuttal would be, well, over the last 34 games or so, Charlotte's 25th in offensive efficiency. Their shooting hasn't been there right, but mixed in there is extended absences of LaMelo Ball, extended absences of Malik Monk, we're still not going to get Gordon Hayward, but. Outside of that, right now, one of the Martin twins is the only notable injury on the report here for the Charlotte Hornets. I also think they're a better coached team, right? So at this point, when you look at both of these things, I can foresee a situation here where Indiana comes into this game, again, very poor defensively since they've lost Miles Turner, and he's not going to be back tonight. Mm -hmm. And Charlotte is able to exploit that, stay within a number, and potentially win a game like this. So I I took a little piece of Charlotte. And on the other side, Paul, you know, I'm kicking myself. I was on with Pritch um, the other day on, on Betting Across America yesterday, and when I was on with them. Boston was like a one point favorite over at the uh over at the South point I saw that that was yeah it was way too low and I didn't get in on that we're back up to like two two and a half. I made this number two and a half. I think this is more of a fair number here for Boston. So as we get closer to game time, at least tonight, if this gets back to like under two, I'll be in on Boston. So that's what I'm kind of waiting for there. But, you know, you go back, you mentioned the last, you know, the the games that these teams have played, guys. Look at the the, the point spreads in those matchups. We're talking about Boston laying seven, six and a half, and three and a half. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, Jalen Brown's not playing. Jalen Brown's not worth five no. and a half, six points to a point spread. So I think you're getting some pretty good point spread value if it gets under two for this game.
4: Follow the money here on v the Sports Betting Network. Jonathan Von Tobel, our very own NBA senior analyst on the program. Uh, I wanted to run this by you. Have you done anything or factored in home court advantage yet for the series uh, that will be starting later on this week? Uh, This tweet uh, from Steve Popper about 20 minutes ago, Madison Square Garden Barclays Center to expand capacity for Knicks and Nets playoff games.
2: I, that's going to be pretty important, right? Especially, like, I haven't factored in it yet when you look at it, Mitch, and of course you, you can look at the power rating and perceive how much higher Atlanta is. If it is factored into a series price, they're as high as like $1.30 in some spots, despite being the lower seed. And, and I do wonder what that means for New York because you would think, and in the past New York hasn't had the greatest home court, but this is a different type of team now, right? You know, this is the first time in a very long time that the Knicks have actually been relevant, and what that means for their home court, what it means for the turnout there, I think is going to be very important for what you're going to. to see in a lot of these home games but I think for the most part you know I it is somewhat hard I think to see that the capacity is going to be brought up and immediately go okay home court's worth x right three points whatever it is you got to watch this play out so I do think that these home games are going to be really important to keep track of and what this means and how they're going to perform because you look at like two and a half for example in that first game for New York you know slightly under that, I guess we call it the three-point home court that we usually kind of see in a lot of these contests, it does seem like it's being factored in, but not by that much.
4: Okay, so you said yesterday you thought the Celtics were too low at one. You think the Celtics are too low right now? It's, uh, the Lakers are too low at some of these books where it's now four and a half against the Warriors tomorrow night?
2: Yeah. So it's, it's, some shops, I don't know if you guys saw that. I think DraftKings and FanDuel opened at seven, right? And mm-hmm. so now we're all the way down to like four and a half. Yesterday, Circa was the bottomed out number that I saw at four. Now it's four and a half across the board. So, like, that's to me that, again, you know, I was talking with the guys I'm betting across America. Before in that range, even four and a half, you could talk, that's the buy in price here. You know, the Warriors have been really good. And over the last six games, their offensive efficiency has just skyrocketed. They haven't been a good offensive team, even with Curry going nuts. The offense has really taken off over the last few games. But the Los Angeles Lakers still. with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, one of the best defensive teams in the NBA, they will have the pieces to throw at Steph Curry multiple times. And from the other flip side of this, while the Lakers haven't been good offensively, they have the horses to take advantage, I think, of Golden State. Look at what's happened to the front court and at center for the Golden State Warriors, right? They really have no massive options to take care of an Anthony Davis at the five type of lineup. They don't really have anybody outside of uh, Draymond Green to handle LeBron James on the defensive end of the floor. So if you're just talking about this matchups and if you're going like the old school game where you want to put the list of names you want to draw lines to who's going to defend who you you get to a point where you're like I don't know who's handling the front court of the Los Angeles Lakers we also have in our arsenal the fact that in the games that they play in the regular season they frankly weren't very close like the Lakers really had their way with the Golden State Warriors so while Curry's been great and the Lakers are in a little bit of a tail. I guess you call it a tailspin. They're not in the most of the great spot right now. And LeBron did leave the last game a little bit unhealthy. <laughs> I think from a matchup perspective and a power rating perspective, the value is here on the Lakers. I understand the seven coming down. You know, I thought six was probably more of a fair number, five and a half. But now that you're talking about like four potentially popping up here tonight, or maybe t- going into tomorrow, I think there is some value on Los Angeles.
5: Yeah, follow the money, Paulie and Mitch Vieson, the Sports Betting Network. Jonathan Von Tobel, our guest. Any any series price surprise you Are there any series that you like out of the four that have been released?
2: So I did bet, and this price has been everywhere. You know, Mitch and I talked a little bit about it the other day, but, like, this Atlanta-Knicks series, Mm -hmm. right, going back to that – you know, I like Atlanta a lot, and I think yeah. the immediate response is going to be, hey, New York's 3-0 against them. What are you talking about? Well, go to those three games, right? Trey Young in the last game leaves with an uh, eight-point eight lead in the third quarter late with an ankle injury. They end up losing that game in overtime. Danilo Gallinari didn't play in two of those games. Bogdan Bogdanovich didn't play in one. So while the Knicks have won all three games, they have yet to see this Atlanta Hawks team at full strength, and this Hawks team at full strength over the last you know 26 games or so, whatever it's been in the second half, has been the fourth-best team in the Eastern Conference. And I even go back and this is more of an eye-testing than anything else because, again, they lost that third game, guys. They were comfortably ahead. Like, I know eight points in the NBA isn't a lot, but if you watch that, the Knicks weren't getting back within those eight points. Every time they would get to eight, Trey Young would do something. they get it out to 10. It was a really comfortable lead for Atlanta. And if you just look at what they can do, man, they can throw lineups out there with John Collins, who's at the 5. They can have 5 guys who can shoot the 3 at any one time. Trey Young has been great at drawing free throws. I just think this Hawks team is coming to a point now. They've been very well coached under McMillan. Their power rating right now, I think, is starting to peak a little bit. But in terms of this power rating you know, and what you're seeing from a series price, I thought like 135, 140. Even the 150 was a fair price that the Westgate threw up there the first time around. And then what we're looking at right now, I think William Hill is. 120. I think DraftKings is as low as like minus 115, like a pick in that range. But I, I like Atlanta. That's the one series bet I've made so far. Paul. Can anybody yeah. beat the
4: Nets in the East? And then who do you have coming out of the West?
2: So I, if, if anybody is beating the Brooklyn Nets, I, I think it's going to be Philadelphia, Mitch, because they have the wing presence to defend, right, a little bit. They have a couple of guys. Ben Simmons can pick up Kevin Durant. Sure. You can throw anyone of Matisse Thibel, you know, uh, Danny Green, and any of the backcourt guys. You're talking about Kyrie Irving, James Harden. Now, stopping them is another thing, but at least they have like the matchups there to potentially do it. And I think Joel Embiid on the other end, they have no answer for him. So like, if we're talking about the Philadelphia 76ers pulling this off, it's a massive Joel Embiid series where he's just eating them up down low and they're not able to do anything about it but i still think with those three on the court there there's not many teams are going to match up with them so the best option is philly but i don't think they do it my finals has been i think now for the last month and a half guys clippers and nets you know, the Clippers in the second half of the season, I can go through all the numbers, whether it's one of the best records in the second half since the All-Star break, top 10 defense, top five offense, best shooting offense in the NBA. They're gotten, they've finally gotten healthy with Serge Ibaka back on the floor at the end of the regular season. And this is just a team that has quietly been putting together a fantastic post-All-Star break resume. And look, and I get the the trepidation behind supporting them. But statistically, I just can't look away from what they've done here since the All-Star break. And I really think that this team, given the path that they now have toward the Western Conference Finals and the NBA Finals, that the Clippers are going to get out of the Western Conference.
4: All right. You also host a podcast uh, called Hardwood Handicappers. When is the next edition going to pop?
2: Uh, and, and actually, in a couple hours, we're wrapping oh. it up, editing right now. So we're going to throw that up here. It's a it's a big playoff, uh, pre, you know, playoff preview type of pod. So we have everybody who contributed to the NBA guide. You, Mitch, are on there. Uh, Aaron Renning, Kelly Bidlin, Jacob Roach, myself, uh, Matt Eumens. So we all have our you know preseason predictions that we go over, recap, and then a really good analysis on the series. At least we have set at this point right now. And then we got another episode coming up on Thursday. So far, Chad Andrus out of Denver is going to mm-hmm. be with us on that edition later this Very week.
4: Very good. Go Follow him on Twitter. He is at me JVT. Good luck with the game games tonight we'll talk to you soon
2: thanks a lot guys appreciate it
4: take care how about the clarkson number continues to plummet oh my god i saw minus 210 last night oh my god minus 210 1250 a week ago like ingles was around even money or plus 120 or 115 whatever it was yeah he was he was might it wasn't that long ago where he was almost minus 15 minus 1500 and that is just is that all because of low you think a lot of Zach it. Zach Lowe saying that he's going to vote for it. And the guys with votes, yeah. 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 Jay Croucher, a couple weeks ago. I like he, angles He pointed that out a long time ago. Yeah. yeah, he did. Good budget. Good job by Jay. Follow the money here on V-CIN, V-Sports, Betty Network. Up next, uh, any bad beats from last night? What was just bad for the books? Yeah. Some line moves. Win some, lose some. up.
5: of bets, daily specials, odds boost, and largest offer of live and play options. BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. And to make your experience even more rewarding, BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown book, valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Play SugarHouse.com in Jersey. Time for a winless. Rough night. Can't call it a bad beat. Definitely lose some. Good night. How does it make you feel? I, oh, I absolutely hate them. I absolutely hate them. Follow the money looks back so we can learn for today. Everything's an adventure. In Win Some, Lose Some. Let the education commence. One bad beat. Giants, Reds under 8-5, nothing in the 7th. 6-3 final. Bad for the Bucs, Colorado, 280 up to 330. Beat the Blues 4-1. 50 shots on goal. Now with DraftKings, 1-10. to 10 Series price. Got to risk 1,000 to win hundred. On Colorado to win the series. My God, right? Lose some? I, I don't understand it. I am flabbergasted. Good word. I Who's like betting the Twins? Ha! Watch the show. Tell your friends. Twenty-five and two run. White Sox against lefties.
4: They won nine of eleven. So there was a twenty-cent move on that last night. And Hap just got roughed up in his last start against the White. With Hap on the mound. Yeah. And there was one player who was hitless.
5: One team's on fire, Right. the other team's in last place in the worst ROI in baseball, the other team crushes lefties. Right. Eh, okay, give me the twins. I don't understand it. Win some. Look what this guy, look what this better did at William Hill on the UFC. A $5.10 fight parlay, that's $6,300. The biggest dog was plus 190, the biggest favorite was minus 160. Congratulations there. Wow. That, that is awesome be a good feeling you, you got that right uh win some that paulie does vegas on instagram always with the dog videos look at the bulldog here bless him a uh, bless him he's walking over with a little prayer and putting his pop on the dog's nose he keeps going that's his move <laughs> look some, at his face some dog stop short right. this guy yeah right and then he goes over to the other guy and the other guy's like okay i'm sick of your move here let me alone it's enough look at this comes over and let me bless you he gets right up and walks away <laughs> look at the bulldog this is good i love beagles so good look at the beagle puppy how old do you think you've had him that's probably three months? weeks okay i mean he is out cold sleeping on the couch on the, okay. with the real quiet oh, with, oh here we go put the food in the bowl and he gets right up this goes to town and the dem- devours that thing in no time hungry hungry hippo time I'm gonna say seven or eight weeks right there. I bet two of them. They are the best. Awesome. Lose some. Dan Campbell wants a pet. They have a pet lion. fractures Why not? This is gonna. This you know gonna be. This is gonna be an absolute freaking circus. You know it is. It already is. The biting <laughs> kneecaps. Already is.
4: Wants a lion. I'm the dude. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna turn into what people were bringing on the airplanes as like a yeah. running joke. Yeah. Good. Yeah. 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 Sure. Sure. Uh, Rick and Lynn couldn't make the air
5: because it was too blurry. But they sent it in yesterday from Ontario. They had reindeer. These people, they found reindeer. There were Santas. All this crap still in the yard on the grass with the call- with the Christmas decorations. And uh, we're five minutes away. I can't wait. Well, I guess I'll win and lose some. I've lost six in a row with high card. Cut the deck. I also had the jackpot juice card, which was one yesterday. I
4: had the king. I still got the there you go, win-lose.
5: You pulled the ace
4: on me. That was an all-timer. Yeah. Got a good reaction to that yesterday. Very yeah. good reaction to that. People can't wait to find out what's going to happen today as I got to seven in a row. And then, like, last week, you, you, you got a six or a five and it held up. Yeah, that's I right. I beat a six. You had a three, I think, and I had a six. And I started this runoff with uh, back-to-back Ace of Spades. Sure. Yep. So I was actually YouTubing that song, Ace of Spades. Is that Iron, Iron Maiden? Motorhead. Motor, motorhead. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Motorhead. And eh, not a very good song. But uh, it's a good song. It's it's a you go to. um. They actually say you win some, you lose some in that song. Do they?
5: 100%. You win some, you lose some. Uh-huh. I like that. There's a shrine to him at the Rainbow Bar and Grill on Sunset. He used to let me used to have a, uh. a place right down the street. You would go in there all the time and like play the video games and just get annihilated. It's a big shrine to him. Oh I really? was there. Yeah, I was there with the girl when we went on vacation. Hmm. The history there. I mean, I, I just watched the dirt about Motley Crue. They would go there all the time, and you just walk around. And they is that worth and watching? The dirt? Yeah, yeah. The book. Well, the book's unbelievable, but I, yeah, I, I check it out. Okay, because what? Well, for us, we've interviewed the guys. I know, right? I mean, Nikki Six, his book's incredible. The book is- Vince Neil's a great interview. The Ozzy Osbourne scenes in the, in the yeah, book.
4: right, right, right. yeah, uh, yeah. Check it out. Unless we were, you know, impressionable, you know, young when they. Well, that was you, the yeah, yeah, Molly. Cool, yeah. We, we're growing up in high school and junior high, yeah. All right. Uh, in pocket is loaded coming up. Bunch of plays uh, today, what we are betting on the card. And uh, how does Pauly recover from that loss <laughs> yesterday? <laughs>
3: Determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it.
5: Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. No. Nope. 10 to 1.
4: You're out. Here we go. Time for in pocket plays. Looking back at last night, almost 2 0. Almost doesn't count in this racket. Uh, Capitals plus 115, a loser to the Bruins, up 3 2 late. They should give you two wins for the White Sox. Yeah, well, maybe I should have had like 10 units on it, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, White Sox minus 104 was a winner. Three games betting today. Wizards, Celtics under 233 in the NBA and two uh, baseball games so far. Chop around. Uh, looks like you can find Giants plus 105 at a bunch of spots. I'm on them. And the White Sox minus yep. 110 against the Twins.
5: Yep. All right. I'm taking the Celtics. It's a tough game, it's an intriguing game. You got a hot Washington team. Beal has carved them up in the regular season, averaging 40 a game, but he's not 100. Uh, percent You have the issues with Boston. Uh, I thought the NBA.com article that they were at 43 games where they were the game was uh, within five with five minutes left, and then that uh, fourth worst record was interesting. Uh, but Washington's hot, Boston's not. But also with your total bet, who's going to dictate tempo? Washington, number one in pace, and Boston in the 20s. I guess the same thing can be said for the Indiana game too, but I will t- I will trust the Celtics here. It's a it's a bet on Brad Stevens to contain Westbrook, knowing that Beal is limited. I think they'll get it done. I'm going to go first period under tonight in the late game with the Knights and the Wild. Goes back three Damn. series now, and I think they're going to be tight. Now they need an early one, but I think the Knights are tight, and until they can get a f- that first goal or get a lead or pump one in early. Here. Longer it goes on, this woe is me routine could start, this horrible power play, I'll go under first period. Uh Dan's doing a great job too. I gotta do do more of this. The jackpot juice card hit yesterday, even though I lost. Today it's the nine of hearts, two hundred to one. A tie is eight to one. Will Mitch go undefeated, twenty to one.
4: Oh, for the month.
5: <laughs> well, we're running out of time. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> no, no. Okay. They have that, and it's uh six in a row here. How
4: you yeah, feeling I'm about excited. this? It's terrible. We're cutting okay. the deck. How do you feel terrible about this? It's a shallow cut, by the way. Let's see what you get. You got a good one today? Five?
5: This is a disaster. Did you get me again?
4: Nope, you got me. I got you. Yeah.
5: The five held up with a two. Yep. Wow. And I didn't like my chances today. Wow, the five held up. Yep. What was the prop on that? Margin of victory.
4: I draw a deuce. Oh, does that The sick? five held up. I can't believe I lost wow. to you. <laughs> wow. It's a, What a
5: racket. Prediction. I lose with the king, yep. and then he, the he, five holds up. Here's where the tie to the starts run. to swing. <laughs> Just that. like last uh, month? Like last month. I was getting absolutely. killed last month,
4: and yeah, I rallied on Came back and I only beat you by one. Yeah. Yeah? It'll happen. Like for the remainder of the week, you'll Swings. take two out of the next three, minimum. Swings. Mm? We're cut, we're cut, it's, you're flipping a coin. Good fun. Can't continue. Good fun.
5: Um, your horse racing fan first bets yeah. the place for you, wagering on races at over 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks, easiest way to bet on your favorite sport, secure payments, great customer service, reliable website, all brought to you by ExpressBet. Use the promo code VEGAS100 today. Get up to $100 match bonus on your first deposit. com slash horses for details. Promo code VEGAS100. They could do that at Bellagio and Planet Hollywood where they offer war. You could put up. You could have a whole menu about, hey, what?
4: Well, you want to talk <laughs> about Instagramification?
5: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's cut five. the deck, yeah,
4: and yeah. then have like a limit. You know, this table you can play up to a thousand dollars or five thousand dollars a cut. You just whatever. go to the whole
5: board after yeah. you after you cut after you do war. You could say, hey, what if you lose to a king? Sure, you could have
4: like the, what if the a king loses? What the if, job what they you, do here with a lot of this stuff. We, you, could, you could probably make this list three hundred bets deep. You wouldn't play that? You imagine oh, if, if they mean. had this if they offered this in a casino, you wouldn't play this. Am I get <laughs> what am I going to drive on? Am I <laughs> gonna make a living cutting the deck? No, this to be. Are awesome. you saying like fun when you have oh, people I, in town or whatever? Bet on there yeah. You would not drive down to the Bellagio to play war,
5: and then you would have to no, The answer this is menu? no.
4: The answer is no. You're a liar. I'm not lying. You're a liar. I'm gonna, I, I so you're wait. telling me I'm going to drive out of my way to deal with everything? It takes to get down to the Bellagio. to so try to play cut the deck? You call if me if a liar. Stuff is offered.
5: You're a liar. I,
4: I don't think I see myself driving out of my way. No.
5: I love the game here with the blackjack where they got the pair square. You get a. You get. Yeah, a, you're telling me about that. One. If you get yeah. a pair, if you get a pair, of your first two cards and it's suited. What is it? Twenty five to one. Yeah. 10-1 oh. if you get a pair. Mm-hmm. Also, and then they got the lucky game. As I told you I got that on vacation. If you get 6, 7, 8. Yeah, that's right. It's like 50-1. to one. If it's suited, it's 100 or 500. Or 250, I don't know. If it's suited, then you get three sevens, all that. The mm-hmm. side bonuses. Anthony Curtis would probably say you're a damn fool if you play that, but it's fun anyways. Uh, okay, anything else tonight? Well, oh, it's a very good card yeah. overall. No, it's a, it's well, a full baseball got, yeah, card. Playing games? Yes. NHL playoffs? Intriguing. All three home teams up against it here. They lose game one. Yeah, right, right. This is essentially season on the line. I know what's hockey, and anything can happen. And we see 0-3 comebacks, but but still, don't forget you can bet on that scrimmage game as well. Oh, I forgot about that. Right, right. We have a game at one yeah. o'clock. and a lot of guys are making the case for the over. It should be treated like a scrimmage. It's they six just even played, money. They just played it with six five. Sure. Well, who's going to be hitting in that? Right. That's a great angle. They play today and they play tomorrow, and then the season's over. Don't you think? Don't they- you think there's a gentleman's agreement? Like
4: you guys, took the words out of my mouth. Okay. What? Bam. That was. Actually, I'd give you credit. That's exactly what I was gonna ask Guys, you. no hitting. Yes, correct. God forbid one of us gets hurt when we're going to the offseason. Sure. Like they have to have that conversation, right? They're probably texting each other. The t- the I'm not, I'm not gonna blow my knee out for next season playing this kind of game. Let's just, you know, freewheeling up and down the ice. Let's go. Right. My God. Uh, well, if you imagine if you're on Vancouver, my God,
5: they're making us play nineteen games in thirty two days. We were killed by COVID. Sure. I mean, what's this? <laughs> Let's I, just I, let's I, just get to the finish line. Right. Unless both goalies have exactly. no, no, that five tonight. Uh, Demko goes, but whoever it is, that they just go crazy. But that was the other thing. How many, how many fourth and fifth string goalies did we see down the stretch at some know. of these games? Look who the Kings trotted out there in some of those games. Sure. And San Jose, San Jose played a guy against Vegas I never heard of, and it was six nothing. Was the night they both teams won six nothing? Yep. So there's got to be somebody there. just call up or throw
4: somebody in there. Put the Zamboni kid in there. What's he up to? Do you think? Um... Well, I mean, I wish Otani. I actually – I can't believe that he feels like he's underrated to me. He had his 13th home run last night, by the way, for those of you that might be just waking up What do right you mean now. underrated, not getting enough attention? I don't think he's I mean, getting enough attention. No. Okay. You
5: know well, what I'm because saying? because you've I mean, got these
4: stupid media outlets who, follow, who care about Tebow so much. Well, I that. saw They're this. all nonsense. I actually thought I, – I, I wish I would have, like, made a note of this, and I don't recall who did it. Uh, there was an NBA media person, I believe it was, on Twitter over the weekend who said, is it possible that Russell Westbrook's now underrated? Remember, because back four or five years ago, a lot of people thought he was overrated because he was so selfish. Yeah. Now he's actually probably underrated for what he did this year.
5: Yeah. Also, Jonathan Von Tobel with a text, he has seen four writers say they're voting for Ingalls. Sixth man. Yep.
4: Probably well, another. That's a big reason that that's why you're getting the big move. It absolutely could be. What, a, I think move, a, lot what a move it's been. I think a lot <laughs> of the voters have recognized that, uh, and it was David Thorpe who said it yesterday. Uh huh. He's like Costanza. He's Clarkson's just chucking the entire time. He's a chucker. He's a chucker is and what he, he is. And it's what he embraces it. He says I'm a Oh, chuker. yeah, I'm sure he talks about it. A rational confidence guy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't want him on your team. So this might be, I mean, if four guys have already said that about angles. I mean, it's crashed big time. The five held up. Mm.
5: Yeah, I, don't I'll like it. It. I don't care for it. Right.
4: You want to buy out right now? <laughs> Follow the money here on v yes, Up next. Uh, PGA Championship <laughs> betting with Paige uh, Sprannik with uh, points bet. Who is she staying away from this week? Program it is. Follow the money here on Vsin the sports betting network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live today as always in downtown Las Vegas. Let's talk some uh, PGA Championship, shall we? With uh, Paige Spiranek joins us now with a uh, points bet to go over who she's betting this week. Paige, good to see you this morning. How are you? Good to see you guys. Glad to be back. Yeah, it's good to have you on on the show once again. Uh, it was fun talking to you before the Masters. Can you tell us uh, a, a little bit about the course? Uh, that we're going to get this week. I know it's like the longest course now in the history of uh, majors.
3: Yeah, so they're playing at Kiowa, the ocean course. I have never played there, but I heard it's an absolute beast. It's a Pete Dye golf course, and it's long. It's going to be the longest one at 7,800 yards. So uh, it's going to be difficult. They're going to have to hit it long, straight, have a great short game. And number 17, the par three. It is a beast of a hole. It's gonna be 221 yards. Ooh. So look out for that one down the stretch on a Sunday.
5: Could weather be a factor?
3: A hundred percent. So that's really interesting. Alice Dye, who is Pete Dye's wife, wanted to set the course a little bit higher because of the views, which is uh great, it's beautiful, but not so great for wind. So the guys are gonna to have to be battling the wind this year.
4: Mm, okay. Interesting. Is there anybody yeah. that you're fading? Like, who have you kind of drawn a line through and said, nope, I don't want anything to do against uh, with him this week or that you might be playing against in matchups?
3: You know, it's interesting. So last time when I was on here for the Masters, I was very confident about Bryson and Jordan. I'm not too sure on this one. I think it's really interesting because the guys need to hit it so long and so straight and then also have a good short game. So I almost feel like, yes, if you're not a longer hitter, it could take you out of it. But someone like a Patrick Reed who has a great short game or like a Jordan Spieth who also has a great short game could be in play. But then you have someone like Bryson who hits it so far who is also going to be in play. So this one's a very interesting one where I don't feel very confident when it comes to fading guys. Uh, There's some players that I'm definitely looking out for. I think Bryson's going to be great we have Rory at plus 1100 Mm. self-explanatory he won here in 2012 he loves Pete Dye golf courses it fits his game so perfectly I like Daniel Berger at plus 3000 he has a very solid game all around and Victor Hovland at plus 2200 he's another player that I'm really looking at he's had back-to-back top three finishes the only thing that I'm a little nervous about is he missed the cut at the players which is a Pete Dye golf course and usually Peak-dye golf courses, their signature holes, everything is pretty much the same. So if you don't like a peak-dye golf course, you're probably not going to like all of them. So uh, that's the one thing I'm a little nervous about with him.
5: You know, Mitch mentioned this, too, and he's backed Hovland a couple times. The wild swings. The guy will look like he'll have a double bogey and then bounce eagle. Uh, double but The swings with you, Bet Hovland, are crazy.
3: That's what makes it so fun, right? <laughs> you, know, you, you have to root for Hovland. He's such a great guy. But, yeah, he can be a little inconsistent at times because of his short game. It's not as solid as it needs to be. Mm. It has improved a lot from the start of the season, but he hits the ball so well, so that's why I think he's going to play well at this golf course. But the only thing holding him back is definitely a short game.
4: Yeah, that's because I've been on Hovland so many times, and it's it's frustrating. Mm. I know it, and it's to that point now, Page, where I don't want to not be on him, and then have it be yeah. the week where all of a sudden his you know everything comes together, and then he wins the tournament by you know three strokes.
3: Yep, that's how I felt about Tony Fee. Now yeah? I kept yep. betting Tony. Over and over and over again and I learned my lesson to just not bet Tony. But I think Hovland is a little bit different. I think once he gets that big win, he's going to be unstoppable.
5: Morakawa, the defending champ, twenty five to one at points. Bet. Any thoughts there? And how about some maybe some long shots? You mentioned Berger earlier, but anything in the maybe in the fifty or sixty or higher range.
3: For sure. With Morikawa, again, he has such a solid game that he can play at any major championship. And that's why I like him. But being coming back as the defending champion, I think that's hard. He's still really young. And last year when he won, it was the big first event, you know, like mm-hmm. p- during quarantine, during you know, COVID. And there weren't any fans there. And I think that helped him because you know he's still young and a bit inexperienced. And so it felt like college golf to him, which he you know just came off of. And I think coming back with having fans there, it's going to, affect maybe the younger players because you know that adrenaline coming down the stretch is something maybe they haven't felt before in a major and so i don't feel as confident with someone like morikawa some long shots i'm actually liking it's crazy to say this but brooks kefka he's at plus plus four thousand, mm-hmm. which you're never going to probably see him at this price again so you might want to jump on that mm-hmm. and i know he's missed the last two cuts He's having knee issues, but he does seem to play really well in majors. So that might be a good one for you. Mark Leish- Leishman yeah. at plus 6,600. Really good ball striker. He loves playing in the wind. Someone you guys can look out for there. And Keegan Bradley at plus 8,000. Uh, again, he at uh, the Valspar. The only thing holding Keegan back is his putting. If he can make some putts, he's going to have a good tournament. And someone I'm really liking is Sam Burns at plus six thousand. He won the Valspar. He played well at Riv. Almost won again at the Byron Nelson. So he's coming into form at
4: the perfect time. Boy, is he ever playing well! So yep. going back uh, to what you said about younger players at this course, um, how do you look at um, Will Zellatorso So because he was so yes. good at the Masters, and I'm seeing right now at points bet you can get him at uh, you know sixty to one in that range. What are you expecting from him this week?
3: Yeah, I was a big Zal Torres fan going into the Masters. I said he could be the guy to win for the first time. It's hard. I think when these guys get a lot of media attention, it takes a while for them to get used to that. They have media requests now. Their time is you know, separated a little bit differently. They have to prepare differently. And so I am interested to see how he's going to handle coming back into a major after his amazing Masters run. I like his game. Obviously, he is always very consistent, so that's not a bad bad bet. But I think I like other guys a little bit more than Zalatoris this week.
5: Paige, are you looking at any props or matchups?
3: Oh, yeah. I love the nationality props. I love top Asian Sung J.M. at plus 300. Uh, we do group betting, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. Instead of you know matchups, we do the four players, which I always enjoy. Miss the cut. I love a good miss the cut bet. We have Cantley at plus 210. That one has been very successful for me in past weeks. Not great for Cantlay, great for my wallet. <laughs> and then always hole-in-one, 125 to one. Um, the par threes are pretty difficult on this golf course, uh, but that's always a fun one, too. Oh,
4: I love that, yeah. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I love the you let, yeah. Do, do you bet the yes or the no hole-in-one? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs>
3: I mean, you got to go yes, right?
4: Yeah. Paul, you want to answer that? Yeah. <laughs> I always bet the no. I,
3: bet the no. <laughs> I mean, we saw it at the Masters. Everyone well, was making yeah. old ones, so yes, right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
4: I think it was for a long stretch, Paulie bet the no. And actually, it would come in, but then we gave him such a hard time about being Mr. No Fun on, this, on these tournaments, and then started, wow. started a turn where they started to actually dropping, and he's like, i got I got to change my tune on this, and you were betting the yes. Well, the other thing was, too, people like people would tweet and text you, hey,
5: hole-in-one. Oh, no, no, yeah, yes. I'm watching the tournament. <laughs> I have it on. I just lost. I'm watching it. I got it. I mean, uh, incredible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Excellent job. Thanks uh, for a few minutes. We'll talk to you soon. Good luck
4: out there. Thanks, Paige.
3: Thank you so much. All right.
4: All right. Yep. Uh, Zelator's at 60. Yeah. I you know, they have. have I mean, God, God, he was sky high. Of- I'll, I'll tell you this. Masters. She points bet right now. The first name I think she brought up, they have Patrick Reed at 40 to 1. Yeah, I was yeah. looking at Patrick Reed last night. I think the best I could find here in like three. Everything else was like 30 or below yeah. on Patrick Reed. And they're at point. Oh, hell breaks loose. Well, this is where I think they go. I think Circa goes to 12% Theo Hold on Wednesdays before Masters. Um, but that number on Patrick Rita points bet is, like I said, the best one that I've seen so far. I like that one. Great. Right, the second choice is JT here, 16 to 1. You know, um, this is how um, like bonkers the tournament is. DJ was hovering around 18 to 1, maybe even a little bit higher. Now he's down to 16 to 1. It's like all of these big names at the top hmm. who's going to do well? You can get Rahm at 14 to 1. How many times lately have you been able to get John Rahm at 14 to 1? Like, never, right? Uh, JT, like you said, is 16 there. I bet Xander this week, and I just... Now, oh, here we go. It has the same thing as <laughs> uh, as Hovland written all over it again. Uh-huh. He's going to be in it. He might have the lead at some point, and uh, all hell's going to break loose before the end of the tournament. But I just... That's another guy where I bet him so many times, eventually he's going to win. It's like Matsuyama. I bet him so many times, mid to late 2000s, thinking that he was eventually going to crack through. And I never had him at the Masters in April. But I was also off him for a little bit, you know, in that range. That's how Matt Humans was with Ricky Fowler for a long time. Kept betting and betting and betting. and He got so close time after time. And it's just like, okay, uh, I'm going to go broke eventually betting these guys. You
5: know, the other thing you mentioned, too, with this hockey game this afternoon with the scrimmage, and Nigel made the case, too, on Sunday. It's the final day of the season. The prim and the fans are back. Well, that, I mean, it's the same thing. It's just let's go out there have some fun to entertain the fans. Sure. Then Nigel makes the case for the overs. And on that day in particular, Nigel likes to play like the crazy stuff, like the 3-3, three, three, the 4-3. the And uh, he hit one a uh, while back. I mean, he, he sent us the clip. It's up on YouTube, but he hit like a 4-3 final and paid an astronomical That's figure. Right. But uh, you have that going today with, the, 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 with uh, two, today and tomorrow with Premier League matches too. But Sonny's the final. It's just unfortunate. I don't remember this. and I'm not a, I didn't start following it until Leicester City's run. When do you get to the final day and there's no drama in the prim? Last year was crazy. Yeah, yeah. teams avoiding relegation, the battle at the bottom, who was going to get in the top four? Who was that? That was Leicester and Man U. Actually, can you Aston re- Villa? Bat- I mean, this, this, this we know who's going to be relegated. We've known for some time that Man City's going to win. All we have is can Liverpool get in the
4: top four? It's unfortunate. I, I can't even recall how did it work last year with the pandemic in the prem. What do you mean? And how it played it? out? Huh? Did, it, did they actually finish the season they around the same it. time? No, no, it was pushed back. I thought they got pushed back. Oh a no, it was ways, pushed right? back, but yeah. Didn't they push it back to like August, and then it was like they had 17 days oh. of a break, and like here you go, guys, come on, let's start playing some more soccer. Because Nigel talked yeah, about that. Sounds I sounds about
5: right. Okay, yeah, I think it was, yeah, yeah, sounds about right.
4: That's a uh, oh JBT with a good tweet. Adding to the Joe Ingles thing on uh, most Imp- or six men of the year, uh-huh. four writers: Kevin O'Connor, Zach Lowe, John Hollinger, Dan Devine. Uh, Put your name on it. He did, yeah. They all, Tweeted all out at least all four of those so far have said on the record. that he's going to be the sixth man of the year. Wow. Or that they voted for him anyway. Oh, wow. Juicy. That thing just vanished. Yes. Right? Oh, oh man. Huge cards tonight, man. This is going to be a lot of fun. Back tomorrow bright and early. Good luck. Good luck.